Explain it to me again. The idea is I'm trying to find the meaning of life by asking people what is meaningful to them. Okay. That's basic premise okay. of this. So sometimes it's fun, but I mean, it's mostly fun. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Hello, I am Ryan Beck, and this is The Meaning of Life. Today is a very special episode because it is with a dear friend of mine, Sashir Zameda. Now, I mean, I, I am interviewing a lot of my friends to begin with because I don't want to just um, run a shop to strangers and ask them what the meaning of life is. So I'm kind of easing into this, but I'm trying to find people who are doing interesting things and living interesting lives, and I just generally think are smart. And Sashir is all of those categories, and so I'm really excited to share this conversation that we had together because she's just um, so chill. I don't know if she would describe herself as so chill, but I've always found her presence to be like really calming and just wonderful. And like, I always feel better after I see her. A lot of people are gonna know Sashir from her, her comedy specials, from being on SNL, and now she is in a new ABC show, Home Economics, which premieres April 7th. And I mean, I could say a lot about her, but we're gonna learn so much more. So I'm just gonna shut up and we can start the interview. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan Beck. This is The Meaning of Life. But the first thing that I've been asking people to do, which I'm so sorry, but it's like a horrible question, but I've been asking them to just state their name and say who they are. That's fine. I'm Sashir Zameda, and I am a comedian. And Ryan's friend and ex-roommate. <laughs> <laughs> great. That's great. Thank you. A lot of people have been like sent into existential tailspins when I ask them that. Oh, question. like who who are you? They're like, yeah. Oh fuck! Well, I don't know. I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who have I ever been? What will I be? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is kind of what I want to ask people. You know, I'm like, because I think about this stuff all the time, um, and it just ruins my day. So I was like, <laughs> what do other people do? <laughs> How can I ruin other people's days? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so. I mean, I am trying to find the meaning of life by asking people what is meaningful to them. That's the whole idea here. What is meaningful to you? Gosh, what is meaningful to me? There's uh, not a wrong answer either. Like you can, you know, email me a week from now and be like, actually, I also meant to add this person yeah, or whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure it will change every week for me. <laughs> What's meaningful to me? I mean, happiness right now, yeah. um, a sense of calm and yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to build a like very strong sense of self right now so that's meaningful to me protecting you said that it might change like a week from now and that's like obviously that's kind of a joke but like has it changed over your life you think yeah i think i used to um hold other people's standards higher than i do now so like what used to be meaningful to me was probably like approval and Mm. Uh, other people's happiness, other people's well-being, how I can help them be better. And now I care more about what do I need? How can I make myself feel better? What what do I need to feel okay? And like, yeah, just like, who am why I allowing it, my life? And Why did it shift? Like, why did you did accomplish those or did they just fade away? Like, less became less of a priority or you, you maybe you felt like you didn't, give yourself enough time or what was it i think it was um a combination of things therapy mm. and 
and yeah, stretching myself thin and then really analyzing, well, what is taking up my time and my brain space and are these things serving me and are they necessary? And if the answer is no, doesn't mean I have to get rid of that thing or that person. It just means I need to readjust my positioning of their value in my life. And yeah. and that's been very helpful for me. Was it was it just like a was there a specific thing where you're like I have to give myself some more time? Yeah, I I don't know if it's I can say it's like a specific thing. I think it really is just like I need to think about myself more than I think about other people because I really was spending a lot of time and energy and money and and uh, thoughts to other people and their business. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily making me happy. And sometimes it doesn't even make the other person happy. I'm just like, right. why am I, you know, running around in circles when I'm not even certain what the result's going to be? And even if I get the result, is it, was it worth it? So it's like kind of me being like, I actually need to just take a step back <laughs> and do what I can and do what's in my control. And I think control is a thing I've been analyzing in the last year. Because I like control, but I also know I can't control everything. I didn't know that before. I do, I'm do. i learning that now. Yeah, and... people tell you that you can't control everything. And I know like, I know you well enough to where your response to that was like, sure, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me control everything. <laughs> and yeah, now I'm like, oh, I can't. And why should I want to? And even if I do gain control, sometimes it's like at the sake of a good relationship or it's at the sake of um yeah i don't know it's just like there's things that you have to sacrifice to feel that yeah yeah and not always but just like that's just such a it's i just don't i'm not in that space anymore and i feel very thankful that i'm not and i want to be a person who you know if i if i do touch other people's lives in a positive way that's wonderful but that's not my main concern anymore Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. I've heard so many people say almost the exact opposite. Yeah. Throughout this podcast, like talking to them. And I really appreciate, I really appreciate this because I've like inherently when someone says that their goal is to make other people happy, like that's important to me. I don't know what, I don't, I truly don't know. I I know there are a lot of things that I like to do and a lot of things um, that are important to me, but then it makes me inherently feel selfish when I'm like, trying to get my anxiety in control or whatever, like, um, you know, I need money for rent. I need, I need, yeah. I can't be just doing everything for other people. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it's okay to be a little selfish because also you helping yourself will create a ripple effect. Like mm. I had a therapist describe this to me once because I was like so concerned about other people in my family. And she's like, if you just set some boundaries Stop trying to help them like, like, you know, just carrying all this weight on your shoulders. Just take care of yourself and other people can see that and see how you've changed and see how your attitudes changed and whatever else. And that might create a ripple effect with the people around you. And they, even if you're not saying anything or doing anything actively, it could influence their behavior. And it has. It, I have actually seen this work where people in my family or people in my friend groups talk to me differently or they just treat they treat me differently they're not looking for help 
because I'm not giving it. And they're also able to help themselves more. And that makes me feel great. That makes them feel great. Like it just, it, it does create a ripple effect and yeah. And it's also less effort on my part. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And honestly, like we had a conversation um, like a week and a half ago or something. And it was basically that. I mean, you were like talking about things that you were working on yourself with and it like made me go, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Like you kind of need a way in sometimes. And then I felt re-energized. The next day I, I was like, I'm going to do this podcast that I've been meaning to do. I'm going to do this or whatever. And it was like really helpful. I'm and so it's mad. interesting that the way that you find yourself, uh, you know, positively affecting other people is, you know, through bettering yourself in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you can give advice and be like, you should do this and you should do that all, you know until your face turns blue but I don't, people come to their own conclusion on their own often it's usually them being you know they maybe heard the same thing over and over again but eventually they'll be like i had a great idea that, to do this blank you know so it's like i could i can give advice or i could just be like this is what worked for me and then if they like that that's cool and if not it's not my responsibility right <laughs> and that's like what i keep trying that's the biggest thing i keep trying to tell myself it's not my responsibility to do x to take care of this other person, to make sure they do whatever, because I think that would be good for them. And it's kind of it's kind of being controlling, which is a thing that you said you've tried to let go of. Exactly. Yeah, because ultimately I cannot control everything, especially when it comes to other people, and it's just going to make me crazy trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you have you always felt like? It, my impression of you is that you've always been like really secure in yourself i know that that's probably like probably not true because like i i think like you know you're an artist you're a comedian you do everything that everyone does that you know i'm sure that you feel anxious and depressed and insecure all the time but like you you just seem to like to me you've always seemed so secure is this something that you had to practice or are you that secure i'm definitely more secure now than I was uh I think I definitely was fronting for 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 a few years where I was putting out an image that seemed like I was secure or had it together but on the inside of course there was anxiety and uh worry and uncertainty but uh and also that's that's still there but I but I do have a lot of self-confidence. <laughs> I do believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I guess that was always there. I always was has, like... That, has that always been like since you were a kid? I think so. Yeah. I kind of... And I honestly... I'm not sure if I know where that comes from. Because um, it's not like I had like like unabashed support <laughs> in my household or in mm-hmm. my life. Um, but there was always something that I was like, I know that I, if I put my mind to something, I can do it and I can do it well. And I know I can move to New York with no, no real safety net and be okay. I know I can attempt comedy and and probably be good at it. Uh, You know, I get, I just like had this confidence and I honestly, I wish I knew where it came from, but I just was like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty certain I can do that. So, uh, I'm thankful that I still have it, and I'm like, you know, if nothing else, yeah, I know I'm I'm talented, right? 
completely. Like you've, you've always had this great sense of like, I got this. Yeah. Which is great. And it's something that I have felt in my life. You know, I think anybody that, that goes and chases a dream feels that and mm-hmm. at some point. Now, I mean, the challenge is that it like ebbs and flows sometimes. Yeah. Um, and people, you know, you'll feel that imposter syndrome or do I belong here or whatever, which is like a horrible, a horrible feeling. But it's also something that everybody goes through. Totally. Um, but it is like it's a it's amazing. Like, I don't know. I marvel at you sometimes because I'm like, she's just so she got her shit together. And that's great. Like, I want to be like that, you know, <laughs> it's great. Very nice. So what, I wanted to ask, like, do you feel like you have like a sense of purpose in that sense? Like, has it always been like, I'm supposed to do comedy or I'm supposed to write, I'm supposed to direct, I'm supposed to act? Like, is that what you feel like you're, you were put here to do? Do you feel those, those kinds of things? I don't feel those kinds of things. I actually started doing comedy because it was fun. Like, there was no part of me that was like, this is meant to be. You know, like, when Mm. I was doing it, when I was doing improv and I was watching people on stage, I was like, this feels good. Like this, These feel like like-minded people. I feel like I could thrive in this environment. I just enjoy doing this. And then along the way, I was like, oh, I can make money off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I can, you know, I can create with these other creatives and make things. And, and yeah, it was, it was actually out of enjoyment, but it didn't feel like, I mean, I guess it felt like it was meant to be as in like, I felt good and it felt right but it it wasn't like I'm supposed to do this I don't know if I'm supposed to do anything I don't I mean I guess that's the whole like what's the meaning of life thing like are we all put here for a purpose and I don't know if we are um other than to like live a good life and yeah and love and love each other and learn and grow and pass that learning on to other people but I don't know if I if me performing is my purpose in life yeah that's interesting i've i've been talking to people who some people really feel like they have a purpose they were like i'm supposed to be here to do this and i've i marvel at that i'm like that's really cool i'm glad that you feel that way and i my mission here is just to listen to people i don't want to tell people what to think or what not to think i don't know i'm just i'm trying to learn i really don't know i don't know what, what i think yet and i think like at times I feel like everything is random chaos and there is a comfort that you can find in that and then other times I'm like yeah I have to I'm I'm supposed to do something I don't know what it is but like Mm -hmm. I'll feel that you know and it's it's a it's a very weird thing yeah I mean I feel like saying that something is your purpose puts a lot of pressure on that thing like Mm. stand up is one of my favorite things to do I feel so alive on stage and we weren't I haven't been able to do that in a year and to say that that's my purpose but that's a thing that could be taken away from me is sad like what now now what's my purpose you know right. I don't want to assign any one thing to be that's that's what I'm meant to do in my life because what if it goes away or right. what if I stop liking it what if I don't right. want to do it anymore I don't want to be beholden to this thing when like I know I'm capable of changing my mind I think that's so spot on because I feel that a lot of people feel that their meaning is um, attached to their family. Not to say that people's families don't mean anything or that their children don't mean anything. But like I think about my parents, I'm like, I moved out. I'm gone. I'm the youngest one. They're not having any more kids. Does that mean that their life has no more meaning? Right. Or that they don't have a purpose anymore? That, that, 
thought kind of sickens me. I'm like, of course there's something to it. Yeah. Like there's something that they have to do or that they, they can enjoy. Um, people around yeah. them or whatever. Yeah. I also don't know if you should like put like – I'm trying to be careful with my words because I don't want to discourage, like, parents from feeling like, you know, their children are their world. But, like, in any relationship, like, if it's a romantic relationship, you don't want to be like, this person completes me. You know, mm-hmm. it's ideal if you are a whole person and there's another whole person and then you guys have Completely. a union together. Yeah. And that's I wonderful. Totally but to, like, look for someone to be like, now I'm complete, that's unhealthy. And same thing with kids. You don't want to be like my my sole purpose is to be a mom or like you know i you know i'm putting myself on the back burner so i can have my kids be full human beings you have to be a full human being as well and that will absolutely influence your kids like you don't want to i i have people in my life who have had parents who were like i'm dedicating my life to my kids and it sucks like that person did they didn't like that. <laughs> they felt smothered. Yeah. They felt like they still feel responsible for their parents' happiness. And that is not what you want to no. leave your kids with. They don't. You don't want them to feel – ideally, you want to create good humans, send them out into the world, and they can do whatever they want for themselves now. Yeah. But if they feel like there's any part of them that's, like, worried that you won't be happy because you're their world, mm-hmm. it's unhealthy. And yeah. Yeah, I I feel like uh, it's like great to have kids, uh, but it should not be your only be your only purpose or your only thing. It could be like, right. you know, what I don't know how to phrase it, but just like we have a good life together, but not my life is my kids. Yeah, I think that's totally right. I mean, the idea that like in a romantic relationship, it's the same kind of thing where it's like if you feel. Like, you need your other half, which is just a terrible phrase that mm-hmm. has kind of crept into the lexicon. It's like, um, you don't need it. You're, it implies that you're not a whole person. And I think that that kind of speaks to the self-care things that you were hinting at earlier. It's like, you need to find a sense of calm and a sense of peace and be a whole person yourself. That way you can actually have good relationships which is kind of what you're saying i mean i don't want to put words in your mouth but that's kind of how you're finding that you're actually um becoming a really good positive influence on other people by working on yourself and trying to make yourself more whole absolutely yeah and it's and also like i like talking about this stuff i like being like i'm in the process i'm learning i'm learning about all this self-care stuff it feels good and then it'll make other people talk about it and be like oh what is that or like here's a self-care thing that i'm doing that i like and then i'm like oh that sounds cool too maybe i'll try that like it's just nice to be open about it because i think some people get scared of that stuff because it's yeah. not easy and it is it can be rough if you haven't really dove inside of yourself and mm-hmm. uh but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just in a place where I feel very open and generous with with that right now. That's great. That makes me happy. Do you yeah. how how important is like ritual to you? Like do you find yourself like especially with this process of like trying like uh self-care and and all this stuff, do you find that you have to meditate every time at the, every day at the same time or like work out or uh, go for runs or whatever it is? Like do you is that necessary? I don't know if it's necessary. I am trying to get better at it, and I have gotten better at it. Um, but 
creating rituals and habits have that's that's been in a, a, a place I've been lacking in my life. It's because I want to be like I get up early, I meditate, I eat a healthy breakfast, I write, I go exercise. You know, I want to have yeah. all that, and some people do, and that's wonderful. And I have yet to do that. I have been able to meditate more regularly during this pandemic, and that's wonderful. Yeah. But I recently started work this week, and I have not found time to meditate. Like it's just, it is hard to figure out when to do that like do i want to get up earlier than i have like i already have to leave my house early do i have to get up earlier to do that and maybe the answer is yes but or maybe i do it during my lunch break in my trailer like that's something i have to figure out how to keep incorporating when i'm not at home 24 7 right yeah that's like such a struggle is to try to fit everything in that you're supposed to do or that you want to do right and then if you don't meet those benchmarks that you set for yourself then sometimes she's like, oh, now I'm going the other direction, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to – so uh, I, I, I took uh, – or I learned how to do transcendental meditation right before we had to start quarantining, like last, last February. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so glad I did. And our instructor said uh, – it was something like even if you, like, get in the shallow end of the pool – you still get wet. So he's like, even if you only meditate once instead of twice a day, you still did something. Or even if you meditate for 10 minutes instead of 20 minutes, that's still something. It's like better than nothing. So I'm trying to have more of that mindset of like, hey, I got a little wet today. That's And that's something. I didn't journal like I wanted to. I didn't go on a walk like I wanted to. I ate some fast food and I didn't want to. But I did these things, and that is still helpful on my journey to better myself, and that is okay. So that's like a, that's kind of what you mean, I imagine, when it's you talk about self love is like being kind to yourself. Totally, yeah. It's so easy. It's easier to be. Mean I got to get yourself. into this. This is great. <laughs> I, I'm regularly driving myself nuts for not doing enough or or oh, falling yeah. short of my own expectations, and I'm like, and then I. And then this is what drives me crazy about myself is that I recognize that that's not good, mm-hmm. and then I just keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's like, very I easy really to stop be- this and then <laughs> keep, <laughs> jump right back on that train. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, and that's so normal. That's like it's so easy to look at your checklist and be like, I didn't do all these things, but and, mm. and forget that you crossed off so many other things. And even if you didn't cross off anything, that is also okay. Like I think it's really easy to forget that just waking up and living and existing is already hard <laughs> like it's already it's already that already in itself takes so much effort and for some people it's extremely hard and i think we don't give ourselves enough credit for being able to just do that and cuz cuz we you know we're in a culture that's like go 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 you got to accomplish all this shit and we forget that it's like okay to just be like, hey, I had a really lovely conversation with my friend, or I reconnected with an old friend, or I talked to my mom, and I don't usually do that, or what you know, I cooked yeah, for well, myself. Like, right. like, there's like so many things that are also accomplishments, but we just like it's it's easy to be like, that's just like a normal regular thing that should happen anyway, but they do, they don't have to happen, and if you did do them, that is a thing to celebrate. That's really nice. That's really nice. I've. I think that people really get it wrapped up in accomplishment and mm-hmm. that making you, cause that feels good. It feels really good to accomplish stuff. 
Yeah. It feels it really does. good to like check your little lists off. If it, even if it's as small as like cleaning the sink or something like that, like mm-hmm. when you can like check off these, like have these little wins, it does. It, it physically in your brain feels good when that happens. And I think that a lot of us strive for that in our career and our relationships with other people. And we want to check off those same things. Like I know um, this was not like me or you, we didn't really live this life, but a lot of people were like, I have to be married by a certain age. Mm-hmm. I have to have kids by a certain age. And it's like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Who? For who? What is, yeah. No one's, no one's going around checking, <laughs> like knocking on your door. Like when did you guys get married? Like there's no, <laughs> how old, how old? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, but also like our culture obsesses over youth. There's like yeah. a, there's a reward system for like, if you accomplish this when you're so young, good for you and not like if you accomplish this by and you were older like it's also you also get married at 55 that's an accomplishment (laughs) yeah probably more so (laughs) yeah it's like good for you you found love later in life awesome or like you were able to tolerate another person after being (laughs) single until 55 like that is that is huge yeah that's amazing (laughs) the thing i wanted to ask about accomplishments and like feeling accomplished is that like it it doesn't seem like it's it's the top of your list anymore. It's like you want to feel good about what you do each day, and if you can accomplish that, then that's something. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, I mean, of course, I still want money. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. still want jobs, but I I think my perspective is different on them. It's not like. I'll take any job because it's it's paying. Like you know, I'll, there's some serious consideration. It's like, will I enjoy myself on this project? Do I think I'll enjoy these people? And if not, I don't have to do it. And yeah. and I I trust that the universe will provide more things for me in the future. And I and I believe in my talents enough to believe I can get another job after. That's, I yeah, I think that's great. I I think it's important to say no sometimes. Absolutely. And to like look out for yourself, kind of, because nobody yeah. else is going to. Totally. Um, one thing you just said is that the universe will provide more. Do you feel that is that something that you think about? It's like that is that a phrase that you just had? Or is this like something that you actively feel? Yeah, I I do. I feel I have been thinking about the universe more, <laughs> and and a higher power and whatever that means, and just that. Uh, if I believe it will provide and mm. and that's also it's also a nice way to kind of take less responsibility off my shoulders like it's not just me operating in this space there's also other forces that I'm not even aware of that are helping me and helping others and aiding aiding the community and the and society forward and I don't have to stress about being the only factor in my future and and in my progress you know it's like I can do everything in my power to to take care of myself and be successful mm-hmm. and in addition to that there are other factors that I'm unaware of and that I'm not in control of that are also working and that's yeah. beautiful <laughs> that's, yeah really and that's nice that like partnership or that tandem is is really that's a good place because I've, I've felt that in my life too where I'm like, it doesn't mean that I can't do nothing and like, and not, and expect, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime that I'm expecting something and getting my hopes up is usually when I'm putting too much of my 
self on something that's like, do I even care about this or whatever? But it's like, you do want to feel like the universe is rooting for you. And the way to feel that I've found is to keep working. Mm -hmm. And then you get those moments, those opportunities where you get lucky or where something breaks your way or doesn't break your way for a greater good uh, year or two years down the line. Yeah. Yeah. There's that saying, it's like success is preparedness and luck or or opportunity and being something, like, something that. like that yeah um yeah and i think the I luck part it. is like the, the luck thing is very upsetting yeah it's i i think there i think it's there there's fate or there's the universe i think there or that's the thing i think is meant to be i don't think i meant to do anything but i do think there are things that are meant to be oh interesting like i'm getting i'm buying a house right now Mm-hmm. I'm in the process, and uh, we put an offer on this house that we loved, and someone put a cash offer in, and they got the house. Yeah, of course. And it sucked, and we mourned, and we looked for other houses, but I just felt like this house was really special, and it like came into my view for a reason. And then like two or three weeks later, I got a call that that cash offer fell through. And we were first in line to get the house. So now we were getting that house. Wow. That's it, great. Yeah, it's so great. And But it felt like, it. that was one of those things where it felt like, well, this is meant to be. <laughs> like, yeah, you, is, fe- you go into a place you feel like you're supposed to live there. And yeah. not in the sense where you're like, I really want this. But it's like a different feeling. Yeah, it was like, this feels like my house. And someone else got it for a second. And I was like, well, that sucks. But there's yeah. nothing, I c- and there was nothing I could do. And I didn't no. do anything other than try to move on. Or steal their came, cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find out where they bank. <laughs> steal their cash. Um, but then it came back because it was supposed to. Yeah. I think that the, the feeling that I feel like we're kind of discussing is like something that I think, you know, you feel sometimes in romantic relationships with people. Where you're like, this is supposed to be this right now. Like, yeah. you feel this too. This feels like the, the kind of thing. And I think that, I don't know what that is. But it's nice. It is nice. I also it don't is. know what it is, but it's nice. I don't nice. either. That's what makes me sometimes stay, step back out of like my cynicism and be like, there has to be something else going on. Like, obviously, there are bad things that happen that happen to each person and in the world in general and whatever else. And you're like, why is any of this happening? And that makes mm-hmm. me feel like there's no, there's no meaning to anything and that everything is chaos and crazy. And it's just like, okay, well, now what do I do? And I hate... I hate that feeling, but then you get those glimpses of like everything is okay. What when you when you do feel bad like that, when you mm-hmm. do feel like I don't know what to do, I nothing feels like it's going my way, like I don't feel like I have any support or whatever. What do you how do you get yourself out of that? Hmm. That's a really good question. I mean, I think it's along the lines of of still being nice to yourself or kind to yourself. I don't blame myself for feeling bad. I think that's another cycle It's e- that's easy to get into where it's like you feel bad and then you're like you feel bad for feeling bad because you're like, yeah. well, I'm only feeling bad about this thing when I could be dealing with this other problem, you know, like that could be way worse. Why am I feeling bad about this? But like <laughs> it's OK. <laughs> like you can feel bad. And I, and I try to remind myself, it's okay to feel bad about this thing. This thing is bad and it sucks and it is okay to cry and it is okay to feel shitty for however long I feel shitty. 
And I just try to let myself feel those feelings as opposed to pushing them away and being like, don't feel those feelings because that's not positive and that doesn't help you in your work or doesn't help you in your relationship or doesn't help you. I don't know if it helps or not, but I know that I don't want to ignore those feelings anymore because they are real and they should be felt thoroughly. And then eventually I will feel them in some way. Yeah. Try to crush them down. Like this is something that as a man in America, I have um, (laughs) like, I hate to gender this and whatever else, but I have like, it's kind of instilled in our culture and especially me coming from Missouri and like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, this is just how you deal with stuff is like, well, you, you get it. You get some people will put time limits to be like, you get a minute to two minutes to feel bad. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to just feel your feelings. Yeah. But it, but the, the impulse is to crush it down and then just ignore it. And it's mm-hmm. like, that is not good either. Yeah. It's like when you like fall down or something, maybe you sprained your ankle and you pop back up and start walking again. The ankle's still sprained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be best if you rest for a minute and take it it's easy. Like, sure, you can walk, but you're doing it wrong and you are making life harder on everyone that's next to you yeah, <laughs> you're yes. crashing into them <laughs> yeah and and they, it looks painful to watch like it's not <laughs> this is bringing but... no one any joy will you just sit down <laughs> just sit down for a minute <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. exactly it yeah so if you do this is what i have been thinking about since you said it was like if you do feel like the goal of each day is to just feel good about what you're working on and what you're doing and like feeling the process of everything. What is it that keeps you going? Like if it's not, if it's not like, you know, I mean, it's like the, the dog that chase that catches the car or like going through and you hear people that do their big goal and then they're wildly depressed. It's like, Mm -hmm. obviously there isn't like a finite point where you stop right for anybody in any, no matter what they're doing in their life. So what is it that motivates like what gets you excited what makes you want to keep doing things (laughs) not that it won't change but like what is the what is the thing Hmm. it's a good question i mean i just like i like learning right now and i like doing things that'll help me learn something like i'm on a show right now where we're like really focusing on rehearsals and I haven't I've done other comedies but we our rehearsals just saying the jokes out loud and then that's you know like there's that's that but you know here's a director who's like let's actually dig into these words and figure out what we're saying and I was like oh shit (laughs) and I've studied acting but it's you know these are things that are easy to forget and it's nice to be like oh I would love to do you know get back into like really thinking about why, why I'm acting or like what, mm. what I'm doing while I'm performing instead of just performing for performing's sake. And is this a show that's, um, is it in front of a live audience? Is it like- No, this is, um, it's a new ABC sitcom, which I guess I should promote. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, coming, it's coming out in April and we're shooting it now. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's kind of modern family-esque. It's like a family comedy. There's multiple families in one big family. And it's mostly about, money uh about different families with different levels of income mm-hmm. uh but that's great yeah yeah that's i'm excited very about funny it. and then you can do so much with that that's a great premise that's really totally, great totally totally and i'm in the family that's like 
starving artists. <laughs> but we have a very loving family. We just don't have money. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice to like go to work and still learn stuff. You know, like it's, it's nice yeah. to be able to be like, instead of just being like, oh, it's another show, you know, another shoot day. Like it's like, oh, I'm getting this out of it. Or I'm learning how to better communicate my ideas to the writers or I'm learning how to take notes from the director or I'm learning how to, you know, it's just like, I yeah, like even just like saying di- different ways to say the same sentence. Like, yeah, you know, that's the nice thing that's about that is that you get a lot of different opportunities to try that. And yeah. learn, like, what is, what is the right way to say whatever? Totally. And I hope I, I hope I, that stays. I hope I, I still get excited to go to set or to do anything or to go on stage and, Still so is, is that it? Is it like about finding what's ex- makes you ex- feel excited? Is maybe that that's like the it. feeling? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that you need to like jump out of an airplane to some people maybe have pushed their life so far to where like the only thing that's exciting is like near death experiences or something. But like, is it like it's it, things to get excited about? Is that like you wake up and like, hopefully I can find something or I'm going to make sure that I find something that excites me? Or, mm. or yeah i don't i don't think i make it a goal i just try to be more aware i just try to be more open uh, to it like um the shoot we had yesterday i had to drive 45 minutes away and i don't love that <laughs> i don't love having <laughs> to leave my house at 5 a.m to go 45 minutes away mm-hmm. but as i'm driving and the sun was coming up i was like oh my god these mountains are beautiful you know, and I was like, this yeah. is really nice <laughs> Like yeah. that I get to do this. I get to go 45 minutes away from L.A. and see these pretty mountains and appreciate them. And then, like, same thing driving home. And I'm like, what a beautiful sunset. You know, I just, like, yeah. feel. And I definitely haven't always been like that. But I think maybe just, I don't know, appreciating the moment and appreciating what's yeah. around me and my surroundings. I just, I just notice things more. I'm like. Hey, that's nice. Did I have complaints from the day? Of course. <laughs> there were things that didn't go my way or that didn't feel good, but there were also really wonderful things. And, and so I, I just try to look for those moments more. I, I, I love that. And I love it not being an active thing either. It's just like kind of what you're striving to, how you're striving to live the rest of your life. And yeah. I, maybe it's aging and like you like calm down as you get older. Um, this Probably. happened in our house today. We had a box delivered. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that, you know, they're like the product was inside another box mm. and, uh, my wife goes, um, like I open it up and she goes, wow, that's a nice box. And it was like that moment of like, yeah, it is a nice box. <laughs> and now we like have pictures in it. You know? yeah. <laughs> so it's like, just get excited. If like, if you're aware of stuff, there is something to get excited about, even in like a menial task, like opening a box. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. If just being aware that something could be exciting today. Yeah. don't know what it is That's and then great. and then you'll probably find it and that won't that hopefully won't go away i mean um you know like that's something that you can take if you find out that oh i don't really like uh this career path i want to do something else like there's if, as long as you find that feeling of like excitement in your life mm-hmm. i feel like that's or awareness i guess is yeah. more so the thing yeah there's stuff to notice like even on the shittiest day there are the sun will set behind the mountains or rise yeah. rather. I know you had to get up early. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. It makes me feel good as it's getting dark and snowy here in Brooklyn. Um, They're probably pretty. 
It kind of, yeah. Everything is like, it's not, it's hard to do that in New York City. It's hard to feel like you appreciate, like, at least in a na in nature sense, like, because it's snowed and you know how it just, everything turns black and gray. Oh my God, yeah. Really, really gross. <laughs> Beautiful like, in the sky and then it gets to the ground and it gets disgusting immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a, a, like a three and a half foot mound of gray, black snow surrounding my car right now Ugh. i can't open the door so oh i'm like I, if i had to get in i'd have to like somehow get through the window i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm probably just gonna wait it out yeah yeah, yeah. Where, are you, where are you trying to go i don't have any plans i don't yeah. need to take the car anywhere mm -hmm. it's fine <laughs> so i have a couple more questions i wanted to know basically like do you do you think that there's a point where you'll feel like you've done enough things <laughs> like i know that we're talking about you know the excitement and like moments of awareness and stuff and that is great like i know that you want to carry that through your life yeah because that will help you do what you're supposed to do or feel like you're doing that but in the true sense of like accomplishment and creating and stuff is do you do you ever think and it's hard to it's hard to tell like you don't know but do you ever think that you'll get to a point where you're like i feel good i think i'm done Hmm. Maybe there's part of me that wants to be like, no, I'll always want to do something else. Cause right now that's what I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I want to learn how to roller skate. I want to learn how to speak Spanish. I want to learn how to write more. Like I just want, I'm like in an intake mode where I'm like, I want to learn more. Yeah. But there might be a time where I'm like, I feel good. <laughs> I feel, yeah. I feel full. Um, I saw, I watched, uh, documentary on Eartha Kitt uh all by myself the Eartha Kitt story because honestly because I saw this video online that I that keeps coming in rotation where the interviewer is asking her um if a man came into your life would you compromise and she goes <laughs> she just like throws her head back and is like compromise me a man comes into my life and I have to compromise are you kidding me and it's like a hilarious clip and I've only seen that part, and I'm like, where did where did this come from? And so I looked up, yeah, Eartha Kitt documentary, and the, and that popped up, and that's where it's from. So I watched it, and uh, it was just really fascinating. It was like I don't know how old she was in the documentary, but it was um, when Reagan was in office because she mm -hmm. sang at the inauguration, and this was after she was like blacklisted from. Hollywood and kind of ousted from the really? spotlight in America. Yeah, because she told, I think it was Lyndon B. Johnson's wife, um, that we shouldn't be in the Vietnam War. And it was like a public outburst. That's, that's what the headline said. Eartha yeah. had a public outburst and said we shouldn't be in the Vietnam War and she doesn't support America and this and that. And that's not what she was. She's like, I love America. I just don't think we should be sending our children there. Right. We shouldn't right. do, do fight this war. We shouldn't be fighting, and uh, and it, it just like really killed her career for a minute. Like people wouldn't cast her. She worked overseas, but like it was rough for a minute. And so it started with her singing at this inauguration, and uh, and they really didn't even dig into. She like mentioned it a little bit, but she didn't dig into it too much. You you would think that they'd be like highlighting this moment of like, well, this is your comeback. This is you coming back to be seen in america was that like and she was just kind of like honestly i could take it or leave it like she that's that was her energy she was like i got i got a lot from performing 
in America, also performing all over the world. But she's like, I like myself and I like my life. I don't need really anything. I love my daughter. But she was like, there's no part of her that was like, I need a man or I need more of a career or I need to be super famous again. She was just like, yeah, I'll sing when I want to sing. I will teach when I want to teach. I'll grow my vegetables in my garden. <laughs> I will live in my beautiful house. I'll talk yeah. to my daughter whenever she calls. Like, it was just like really nice when she was just like, I feel very satisfied. And yeah, that's so like zen. It was so know? zen. I mean, for not something I would have expected, like Eartha Kid, I think of the Christmas song that she sings, mm-hmm. um, Santa Baby, I think. Yeah. Um, so I would never have even, that's so fascinating. But I it love really that. Was. I love that idea of just trying to be content, but also, like you're saying, seek joy in things. Yeah. That's I think like that's the perfect the goal. balance, I feel. Totally. Yeah. I don't know how you get to that. Like, good luck. But <laughs> I mean, I, I hope I can also uh, join you on this journey. That seems great. <laughs> I think you, I think you're, I think you will. I think you're capable of it. I think everyone is. I like, think I'm closer than maybe I put out, I put on. I think so. But I, it, the thing that tr- troubles me is like, how do I do that every day? It's the stuff that, it's that ritual. It's that reminder every day that I, to not succumb to my worst parts of my self or my anxious things like i pet the dog today and i found that i was like doing it way too fast i was like i gotta breathe i'm not breathing i'm just yeah (laughs) petting this dog way too hard yeah but again i also think it's okay if it's not every day Mm -hmm. like yeah that's the kindness part right yeah if you i think maybe that's what needs to happen every day (laughs) is try to be kind to yourself but again even if you have a day where you're like fuck me (laughs) fuck everything fuck the world also okay. If you want to be on the couch all day and watch TV, that's okay. Because mm-hmm. you, you will you will do a different thing tomorrow. Right. Every day's that's a restart. That's so great, and it's such a good thing about like trying to like I don't know. It feels like you're trying to destroy your ego in some ways. It's just like be kind to yourself. There's I'm supposed to do stuff, but I'll get to it. Like people are rooting for me. The universe yeah. is rooting for me. Yeah. Does that ever make you think about like this is the last thing I'll ask you? Does that ever make you think about like a legacy and like lasting does it matter to you does it really matter do you think it matters to, to earth a kid that we're talking about it right now mm. probably not Hmm. because I, I know you i know that like early 20s this year was i'm sure that that was really important right yeah i like i felt the same way especially at that age i think it's an age of like really high ambitions and you're like i have to be remembered and then you get older and you're like i don't give a shit i don't even know if i give a shit where yeah. are you where are you right now with that kind of idea i mean i think there is as there is a part of me that still wants to be acknowledged i don't know if if that's the same thing as being remembered but you know my man and i were talking the other day because we're trying to say our goals out loud more and mm-hmm. keep each other accountable. And I was like, I want a Peabody Award one day. I don't know what I'm going to get it for. Maybe a television show I create. Maybe a comedy album that I put out. Who knows? It'd be nice to have one one day. And uh, and that's so, you know, it's weird to say that out loud and be like, yes, that's the thing I want. Because also, like, if I don't get it, I'll be fine. But uh 
it's it is i still do have those goals of like i do want recognition for my work i do want people to (laughs) get a lot from what i'm creating and um and also pat me on the back at the same time (laughs) yeah yeah Um, that's that's such a hard thing that i think so many of us feel is like i really i want to create and i want to be all noble about it where it's just like as long as i've made it it's good but it's like you want to share it with people that's like the inherent thing about creating is like i want to share it with the world and not only that i want them to like it yeah and in turn like me and then i get all these nice reward feelings back and so it's like this thing where it's like if you focus just on what you're getting back the rest of it's going to be shit but if you don't if you do all those things you will get it's 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 a real push and pull it is it really, really is yeah it would be nice to be like well if i'm if i'm happy every day that's that's enough for me but you know i still want the the shiny things and mm-hmm. uh but also that's okay I'm not, I guess my happiness isn't reliant on the shiny, shiny things. I, I will still feel like I've accomplished a lot if I don't get all the pats on the back. But yeah. also I would like those things <laughs> still. I completely agree. <laughs> I completely agree. Thank you for doing this with me. Yes. Thanks for having me. I hope it was fun. It was fun. It's always okay. good to see you and it's talk great to, to see you. you too. Thank you. I'm going to stop this Zoom record now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, head to patreon.com slash Ryan Beck and follow me at at I am Ryan Beck on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to check out my other podcast, Falling in Love with My Wife, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks. The Meaning of Life is produced by Ryan Beck, edited by Ryan Beck, and the music is by Shakir Stanley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>